This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Rough Greens is our sponsor. They say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but I mean, maybe, maybe sometimes you can make him healthier and happier. And that's what happened with my dog Uno when I started feeding him or not. Not feeding him, but putting rough greens on top of his food. We got him started eating rough greens, and he used to be the pickiest eater in the world. We took the same food, and we put rough greens on top of it, and he eats like crazy now. Rough greens changed the game. Now he's starting to slow down, but he is not slowing down as fast as our other German shepherds, and I think it's because of rough greens. He had such a great run over the last uh, few years by taking rough greens. He was like a puppy dog again. Try this with your dog. Will you get the first bag free? All you have to do is pay for shipping. Call Rough Greens at 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLENN-33, or roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck, 833-GLEN-33. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. The government shutdown. The government shutdown. Oh my gosh, panic. Oh, we're not. I mean, kind of sounds good to me, but maybe that's just me. We're going to tell you what you're actually paying for right now. At least in Ukraine, it should shock you. We'll give you this in 60 seconds. If you haven't been storing back food for the coming shortages, I have to ask, why? If the cost of groceries skyrocketing alone isn't enough to convince you that you need to have a plan for yourself and your family, what will? This is why I use My Patriot Supply. They are the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food, and they have the perfect way to have peace of mind for your family. Head on over to My Patriot Supply and prepare today with emergency food that will stay fresh for up to 25 years. Enjoy a wide variety of delicious food kits offering 2,000 calories every day for optimum strength under stress. Now, don't forget about water filtration and purification products. These are perfect for your bug out bag, survival supply, or camping pack. One thing is sure, the only thing constant is change. And the world is changing. Stock up now. Order by three and your items will ship the same day. It's that fast. Just go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. 
Oh, man, I am so concerned about the government shutdown, and Pat is here to share my panic. Oh, man, I'm scared. Oh. I'm scared. What are we going to do? I don't know. Same thing we always do, only it'd be better because uh, they're spending less of our money. But can they? Can they? Can they spend less, less of, of our, our money? money? Well, they have to if the government shuts down. Wow. Which is the beauty of a government shutdown. They have to do all the necessary things like pay out the Social Security benefits and, and the veterans benefits and all of that. They have to continue to do that. Yeah. And they do. Including the interest. Right. You know, you right. notice that they're not talking about defaulting on the debt this time. That's no. weird. Huh. That's weird because that, that was their weird. biggest. Isn't it? Yeah. That was their biggest concern. We're going to default on the debt. Right. We're I haven't heard word one of defaulting no, on the debt. No, I haven't No, that's weird. Now they're just trying to say, do you know these Republicans? They want to have a government shutdown because they want to they want to shut down the ATF. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, at least we're honest about it. You know, yeah. all the things you want to yeah. do, you're like, oh, how dare you? We want to take guns away. We love guns. <laughs> I was kissing mine last night. Oh, it! I clean the tongue. I clean the barrel of my gun with my tongue. I love it so much. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, and yeah. while we're at it, maybe the FBI too. Maybe that could go as maybe well. Maybe that could go. Yeah. And uh, I don't know the IRS. That uh, wouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, that wouldn't be a bad thing. Department of Education. Yeah. Get rid of all the non-essential nonsense. Yeah. Kevin McCarthy says we're not going to default. We have. A number of days until funding runs out. Do you know what we didn't have until uh, until 1980? Government shutdowns. We never had them. If, uh, you know, if the budget wasn't done, mm-hmm. and it happened many times, you know, since 1776, and the budget wasn't done, they just uh, went on. And uh, no big deal. The, the budget will be finished soon. Mm-hmm. But now... After 1980, I wonder what changed. Huh. I wonder what changed, because now we have to shut it down. Yeah. No, we really don't. We really don't. I mean, it's all funny money in the first place. Yep. You know? That's so, for sure. So uh, the, um, the House Republicans are working hard today to get everybody on the same page, and that is, yeah, we should stop spending all of this, uh, this money, you know? Uh, and what do you say? We just start with a few things like, no, the taxpayer shouldn't pay for abortions uh, and uh, mm-hmm. send people on a vacation at our expense. And then at the end of that vacation, uh, they have an abortion. No, uh-uh. no, no, I don't think mm-hmm. so. Um, How do you feel about uh, the money going to Ukraine, though? You love this for small business loans and well uh, now hold on just a second. We're trying to help them win a war. Yes. Let me uh let me yeah. give you a couple of <laughs> clips from CBS. When's the last time sixty minutes oh, man. actually did something where you cared about? Yeah. Uh, well they did this weekend. Listen to this from sixty minutes. Cut one. American taxpayers are financing more than just weapons. We discovered the U.S. government's buying seeds and fertilizer for Ukrainian farmers and covering the salaries of Ukraine's first responders, all 57,000 of them. That includes the team that trains this rescue dog named Joy to comb through the wreckage of Russian strikes looking for survivors. Hey, don't mind helping that one. 
And the US also funds the divers, who we saw clearing unexploded ammunition from maybe the country's that, rivers maybe. to make them safe again for swimming and fishing. Russia's invasion shrank Ukraine's economy by about a third. We were surprised to find that to keep it afloat, the US government is subsidizing small businesses. Wait, what? Hold it. Okay, now the dog thing, okay, if we can help out on the dog thing, fine. And it seems to be, uh, it's connected to the war. Yeah, and, you know, the finding the unexploded bombs in the rivers, okay, okay. Mm. Um, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Paying 56,000 firefighters to show up? You know we're also paying the government salaries, mm. and we're paying the people's social security, mm -hmm. okay? We're not even paying it here. And every dollar that we print to send over there is causing inflation here. So while, our, while, while we are getting poorer and poorer, it's almost like it was designed to be this way. While we are getting poorer and poorer, uh, they're, they're getting bailed out by our government. And every time we send a dollar over there, you get poorer. And it's not because it's taking money. It's because we're printing money inflation so now we find out that they're also they're not helping small businesses here no 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 when we had covid no home depot sure home depot i mean they're safe but the ma and pop stores they're completely unsafe huh and now we're paying but wait there's more cut to russia's invasion shrank ukraine's economy by about a third we were surprised to find that to keep it afloat, the mm -hmm. US government is subsidizing small businesses. Mm. Like Tatiana Abramova's knitwear company. Oh. These are Ukrainian this, yeah. That's Kiev, I recognize. Oh, yeah. that is very nice. Especially yeah. in the condition of war, we have to work. Mm -hmm. We have, have to, to pay taxes. Oh, we have, have to pay, pay wage salary oh, to no. our employees. Oh. We have to work. Don't right. stop. Yeah. Why does that help yeah. Ukraine win the war? Because economy is the foundation of everything. Okay, we realize so that it's the aid <laughs> wow. from governments, but it's the aid from the heart of every mm. ordinary American person. Okay, so wait, wait, hang on just a second. I'm not sure that all that aid is from the heart of every American, because <laughs> uh, we didn't so. know it. If, if they would have asked us to help out, we would have been we would have been great. We are the most uh, charitable nation in the history of the world. And we would we do give yes, we do charitably. Correct. Uh, more than the rest of the world combined. Correct. But instead, they went through our government yeah. and our government didn't yep. tell us what they're doing. And they are doing things mm. that are causing us pain and not just pain. What's happening here is we are destroying ourselves. We're giving them all of our tanks and ammunition that we are now dangerously low, dangerously low. We don't have enough uh, howitzer shells now to do any kind of war. And we can only make 25,000 of those a month. Russia's using 60,000 a day. A day. So, I don't know. I don't feel comfortable with this. We've also destroyed our own um, oil supply. 
Our strategic oil reserve, almost gone. We're destroying our ability to make oil, to find oil, to refine it into gasoline. And yet, we're sending stuff over there. We're letting everybody have whatever they want over there, including fertilizer, which our farmers are being told we can't use anymore because of global warming. Huh. Now that's weird. How come it's okay for Ukraine, but not for us? You haven't even passed a farm bill over here to help our farmers, but we're buying their grain over there, which, by the way, because they're getting free grain, they're planting crops, they can now sell it at such a low cost that Poland has said, you're killing our farmers. We, we can't support you anymore, Ukraine. See what happens when man starts to get involved in ways that he shouldn't get involved? See what happens? All of the uh, unexpected consequences that come from this? Or maybe they are expected. So now the Biden administration is requesting over $20 billion more. We wondered how they were paying for it. We wondered where it was going. Well, there are some things that you should probably know. Uh, there is there is some questioning of some of the people that were in uh, the administration over there and um, and part of the group that was getting the money and divvying it out. I think about uh, 60 of them now uh, are actually being investigated, are going to jail or have lost their jobs. Um, because they were corrupt and taking and using our money for other things. I just didn't know we were paying for everything over there. Things that we wouldn't pay for us over here. Didn't know that. Just Nobody did. Didn't know that. Except mm-hmm. the administration. Yeah. Until Sunday with 60 Minutes. Yeah. And USAID, which is now run by Cass Sunstein's wife. Mm-hmm. Remember her? Uh, she's in charge of USAID and that's where all of this money is coming from and, and being distributed through. Now, one last thing, you know, that lady at least sounded grateful. I want you to listen to the Ukrainians, um, tell us how they really feel about our money, your money. Listen. The country's fighting for its survival, bankrolled in large part by US taxpayers. The outcome may be decided by America's willingness to keep paying. Some Americans say we're very sympathetic to you Ukrainians, but we're going through tough times at home and we just can't afford to keep on supporting you. Ukrainians pay their lives. Ukrainians pay with their lives. And... uh, And... I believe and I hope that their lives cost much more than money. That their lives much count more than, much more than money. Taxpayers' money. Much more than taxpayers' money. Their lives wow. count much more than taxpayers' wow. money. Wow. Yeah, it does. It does. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, although nobody asked us. Now, mm-hmm. this is what Joe Biden is talking about when he calls for a when he's saying it's going to be a government shutdown you don't have to shut it down 
just agree to not send any more money over to Congress and then propose exactly what you want and exactly where it's going. Go through the proper channels for it. But you don't want to do that because, you know, I mean, I find it amazing that that CBS in 60 Minutes ran this right at the beginning of the budget stuff. Yeah. Incredible. That says something. Yeah, it does. It says even they are getting fed up now with the shenanigans of this administration. Hopefully. I, Hopefully. I hope so. And, and I think, you know, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but I, I think even the liberals in the media are disgusted with this president and they see the fact and even if they're not disgusted they understand he's a problem and he might not win because people are seeing how compromised he is mentally and physically and so this might be part of encouraging him to exit by the way um we now have photos of the ambassador the american ambassador ambassador that uh uh was over in ukraine meeting twice with the Burisma official after being told the firm was corrupt. So we were told that they didn't know anything. It's impossible to not know that Burisa, Burisma and the head of Burisma was a total oligarch that literally beheads the people that, uh, he, that are in his way. And our American ambassador was told as was Joe Biden. Don't meet with these guys. Don't. They're really, really bad. But the Burisma official who worked closely with uh, Hunter Biden was invited to two separate events by the U.S. ambassador. For what reason? For what reason? After she was told, have no contact with this person. What was going on? What is still going on? Why are we bankrupting America? This isn't America 1960, 1950, 1940. We have lost our manufacturing base. We are now in the midst of losing our cheap energy, and we have lost our cheap labor. So what made America America in the 1940s, 50s, and 60s was we had cheap labor, we had abundant cheap energy, we had all of our natural resources, uh, and nobody else had anything. Well, now we don't have those things because they've been taken off the table. And now when we do a Marshall Plan, by the way, in, in inflation-adjusted numbers, we are only about $50 billion away, and Joe Biden wants another $20 billion today. We're about $50 billion away from the cost of the entire Marshall Plan, which rebuilt wow. Europe. Wow. Where is all that money? <laughs> Where is all that money? That's... And how? Ex and how what do, do you want to bet we're past that number already? Oh, I think in, reality, in reality, we don't have any are. idea how much uh, that has been sent. So when they say, well, we're going to, we are some <clears throat> extremists that want to shut the government down. I don't think it's extremist. I really mm -hmm. don't. With all of the corruption, which we'll get into here in a second, mm -hmm. all of the corruption that seems to be everywhere now, everywhere all of these deals being made with foreign countries by our senators and our, our House members. 
on top of that, the incredible spending, I think it would be a good idea to shut it down. Time to give pain a taste of its own medicine. I used to suffer from a frequent, almost debilitating uh, pain. And if you can relate to that, I have something to share with you. You need to swing for the fences. I lived with it far too long before reaching out for uh, something else that might help. I had given up because I, th- I had thought I had tried everything. And then when I heard about Relief Factor, I'm like, I've been to the Mayo Clinic, a clinic. I've been to Columbia, you know, uh, hospital. I've been to all the best places. They couldn't do anything. Really, this is going to work? I really didn't think it would work. It gave me my life back. It gave me my hands back. My hands would go into such uh, pain and almost seizure-like that I couldn't use my hands. And every time I'd try, it would set something off and it would be horrible. I'm learning to play the piano now. That's because of Relief Factor. Try Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start. Just try it. In three weeks, you'll either know it works or it doesn't. And if it doesn't work for you, then stop taking it. But if it does, you get your life back. 800, the number four, relief. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. So we have Adam Schiff now uh, sending money earmarks uh, to all of his contributors, making sure that he did their work for them. Yawn. Nobody seems to care. Mm. We have Menendez taking gold bricks, (laughs) gold bricks, apparently from Egypt. Yawn. Nothing to see here. Uh. We have, of course, the scandal with the president. We now have the IRS involved in the scandal, in the cover-up. But the IRS never probed uh, Zuckerberg's 2020 election tampering either. This was supposed to be a one-time thing, but it's not. Apparently, he's going back even after people were filing against it and saying you've got to check this uh, this out they haven't done a darn thing why because it it helps it helps the left the corruption in our government is overwhelming and we have to decide we're either going to clean it up or we're not and it begins with being strong on the budget giving the purse strings of our budget back to where they constitutionally belong in the hands of the house it has to be done call your senator call your representative tell them we're not afraid of a shutdown get the purse strings back the glenn back program let me tell you about a young woman named leisha who found herself in an unplanned pregnancy she didn't know what to do she searched for pregnancy services and thank god she happened upon a preborn network clinic. She was counseled. She was supported. She was offered a free ultrasound. And after seeing her baby and hearing the heartbeat, she cried and cried and cried and decided to keep her child. Soon after, she gave birth to a baby girl who's smart and beautiful and full of life. 
Now, Leisha visits the same clinic, receiving free clothes, diapers, and so much more. That is the power of preborn and the power of you. Not only saving the life of the baby, but saving the life of the mom. Because of your generous support, Preborn writes 200 stories like this every day. $28 can be the difference between life and death of a child. And when a mother meets her baby on an ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine connection and doubles the baby's chance at life. Please, if you'd like to help, just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck, sponsored by Preborn. And don't forget to use the promo code Glenn to get $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Pat, can you help me out? How does an investigation usually work with the police? Do they do they watch TV and hear claims and then they go and investigate? Or? Oh, my gosh. You must be a police insider. Right. That's okay. exactly how it works. Right. Yeah. How, I'm yeah. not wrong, right? You no, don't ever do ex- that. N- no. <laughs> yeah, you I don't never think do so. that. Okay. No. British police have opened a sex crimes investigation triggered by news reports about Russell Brand. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, it's not something. Yeah. London Metropolitan This is so clear that they hate his guts because of the things he's been saying lately. Oh yeah. Now, two things could be true. Yeah. Oh, he, he yes. could absolutely be this guy. He could. Right. He could. Uh but my guess is if this were his 10 years ago or 15 years ago with him, he, he wouldn't have this problem at all. No. They wouldn't be, they wouldn't be he coming didn't after him. He didn't at the time. He did it on right. the BBC. Right. London's Metropolitan Police Force said Monday that it had received a number of allegations of sexual offenses after a television documentary and newspaper investigations. But there have been no arrests. Bran... Uh, Brand, Russell Brand, denies allegations of sexual assault made by four women in a Channel 4 television documentary and the Times and Sunday Times newspapers. The accusers, who have not been named, include one who said she was sexually assaulted during a relationship with him when she was 16. Another woman says Brand raped her in Los Angeles in 2012. Last week, a woman accused Brand of exposing himself to her in 2008. The woman told CBS News partner uh, network BBC News that she was working in the same building where the BBC's Los Angeles office was. And when the incident occurred, Brand went on the air to laugh about it moments later on his radio show. Well, we should be able to find that. The police force did not name Brand in its statement, but referred to recent articles in a documentary. It said its detectives were investigating allegations of non-recent sexual offenses, both in London and elsewhere. We continue to encourage anyone who believes they may have been a victim of sexual offense, no matter how long ago it was, to contact us. We need to uh, understand... It can feel like a difficult step to take, and I want to reassure that we have a team of specialist officers available to advise and support. This comes from their uh, detective superintendent. Brand has denied the allegations, saying his relationships have always been consensual, uh, even though he was in, in an admitted period of being very, very promiscuous. That's a quote from him. 
Known for his unbridled and risque stand-up routines, Brand was a major UK star in the early 2000s. He hosted shows on radio and television, wrote memoirs, charting his battles with drug and alcohol, appeared in several Hollywood movies, and was briefly married to Katy Perry between 2010 and 2012. Brand has largely disappeared from the mainstream media, but has built up a large following online with videos mixing wellness and conspiracy theories. Mm. Last week, YouTube said it would stop Brand from making money from the streaming site, where he has 6.6 million subscribers due to the serious allegations against him. In an exclusive interview with CBS Mornings, the YouTube CEO said they decided to suspend monetization of Brand's channel because of YouTube's creator responsibility guidelines policy. Quote, if creators have off-platform behavior or there's an off-platform news that could be damaging to the broader creator ecosystem, you can be suspended from your monetization program. CBS Mornings co-host Tony whatever said uh, it is uh, impacted a large number of creators and personalities on the platform in the past. YouTube went on to say that's what played out in this particular case around the serious allegations. So they have, by the way, he's been dropped by his talent agency. He has been dropped for live performances and uh, his publisher has also dropped him. So this guy has nothing. He has nothing. And he hasn't been charged with a crime. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> And that happened so quickly. Everybody got on board right away. And if you didn't get on board, the BBC is coming, knocking at your door, asking you why. Hey, are you about to uh, demonetize him? They were trying to get Rumble to demonetize him. Yeah, I know. Rumble said, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, The parliament, parliament told Twitter to demonetize and to shut him down. Parliament did. I've never heard of that before. So there's something very, very wrong here. Um, And two things could be true. He might have done these things. So don't wash your hands uh, of that. Let's make sure that we Mm -hmm. know what happened. But the other thing that is true, this has never happened before. I've never seen. I mean. You know, you had Menendez just a few minutes ago saying, well, you know, the charges, you're 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 innocent until proven guilty. And I demand, well, what about R- Russell Brand? Mm-hmm. What about Russell Brand? The the story that is related to this is a story about Chandler Jones. Do you know anything about Chandler Jones? Very little. So he is claimed now because he set off a tweet where he said, Uh, the owner of the Raiders and the head coach or the GM, he can't work for anymore because the, I think it was the owner had, uh, had information and was protecting a man that molested his goddaughter. Okay. And then nobody's really talking about that. Nobody's really focused on this story and i don't know what this story was really all about listen to this nfl star chandler jones has claimed he was taken against his will to a mental health hospital 
by the Las Vegas Fire Department last week. In an alarming social media post on Monday night, Jones said he had been injected against his will and forced to sleep on the floor. It comes a week after Jones went on a disturbing social media rant accusing Raiders owner Mark Davis of protecting the identity of a man he claims molested his goddaughter. Jones, who is the younger brother of USC champion John, later said that he had been hacked in a post on X captioned first day out, but I'm still aligned. Jones wrote first day out. If my fans and friends were wondering, I was taken by the Las Vegas Fire Department last week against my will. I was injected with I don't know what. They say that it was a court hold and the Las Vegas police put me on it. I hadn't done anything wrong. The police said people were concerned about me because of my posts online. I answered. Wow. Yeah, I know. I answered my front door and a group of five to seven were there to put me in an ambulance where I was later injected and I asked them not to. I had no cell phone or no communication. I was taken to Southern Hills Hospital and transferred to Seven Hills where they tried to force me to take meds and injections. The NFL and Raiders star Jones, 33, added, I called Raiders GM six to seven times asking for help and wondered if he had put me in here, but he never answered. I even left him voicemails. I was just trying to figure out why I'm not allowed in the building and still why I don't have to continue to watch my brother suffer every Sunday, but no answer. This place is not a place for high-profile athletes. My first night, I slept on the floor and was not offered a bed. My brothers had nothing to bring me. My brothers had to bring me decent meals to eat and clothes. My dad came to read to me Bible verses. Every day that I miss is $1 million, and I'm still confused on what I did wrong. I'm still here. I'm very sane. Now, he goes on. Uh, this is disturbing. And, and again, I don't know what the truth is on this, but this isn't the first person that has been put into a mental institution. Now, he's put into a mental institution, he claims, because of his online posts. This is, this is the way Stalin used to do it. And maybe he is crazy. I don't know. But listen to this story. The mistress of a Pennsylvania police officer spent three days in a mental hospital after he had her involuntarily committed when they broke up. Ronald Davis is now facing charges for abusing his power and authority to convince peers to issue a mental health evaluation and uh, and section his girlfriend. Davis is married with kids. According to police records, he was having a relationship with the girl, also 37. They were together for uh, for months until the romance soured. He then told her he would make her look crazy. And he did. Pennsylvania State Police confirmed Davis had been suspended without pay today. He's also facing felony strangulation and false imprisonment charges. So uh, I guess now we're going into a time where we're putting people in mental institutions that we either don't like or maybe are saying something. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I just know. Have you seen these before? No, no. It's really chilling. I mean, with Russell Brand, 
if you've done something, you need to pay the price for justice. You need to pay the price. If you are somebody who is living life on the edge, you're not going to be safe. You're not. You have to do the right thing. Just do the next right thing. If you have something in your life, clean it up right now. Clean it up. You don't need anything in your life that you have to worry about. Just do the right thing. Because they will find things that you're doing and take you out. And if you're, if you're just and it's not true, I believe it will work itself out. But if you are dirty and corrupt and have done something, the best thing to do is just pay the price. Pay the price. Let God work it out. Turn back to God. Stop whatever you're doing. Turn back to God. But we are living in times where um, things could get very, very dicey. They want to put you in jail with AI and with deep fakes, there's uh, there's not a lot there's not a lot going for you if they do want to put you in jail. Just do the right thing. Stay active. Stay involved. Always speak your mind, but shod your feet in the gospel of peace. Always. Back in just a minute. Back in the good old days, car engines ran on a series of rubber bands, wadded up pieces of chewing gum and bailing twine. All you needed to work on was your, you know, your car and you'd have a little old fashioned know how and you could do things like that. But those days are gone. Cars now, you can't even open the engine now in some cars. Cars have intricate, super expensive electronic systems that often cost thousands of dollars to fix if they break down. And the last thing you want is a breakdown post-warranty. That's why I urge you to enroll with CarShield. You're getting protection plans that start as low as $100 a month, flexible month-to-month coverage, your choice of an ASE-certified mechanic, 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance, and complimentary towing and rental car options. You also get no long-term contracts. CarShield administrators handle all of the paperwork and the repairs. Now, considering the inflation problem, your price will never go up due to their price lock guarantee. No matter how many claims you file, it'll never go up. Even you know, you, as you add miles to the car, it won't go up. A price lock guarantee is so important today. CarShield, 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100, carshield.com slash back. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. So about, uh, I don't know, six months or so ago, I was asked to give a speech on the covenant. And 
Um, we're going to be talking a lot about a covenant coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks. And it's important that you understand that we're a covenant people and what that means. And it goes directly on to why I think we um, don't feel like the finger of God sometimes is watching over our country anymore because we broke the covenant. Anyway, I, I gave a speech and it was it was all off the cuff. And uh, I've been asked to give this speech again. It's the most powerful speech I think I've ever given. Um, so I have to watch the speech again and then I'm going to I'm going to give it. Uh, in um, in a fundraiser for the for the um, the Eagle Forum, and it's going to be at the Mountain America Exposition Center in uh, Salt Lake, Thursday, October nineteenth at six thirty, at six thirty Mountain Time. You don't want to miss this. Bring your kids. They've made it so it's extraordinarily uh, accessible to everybody. It's a ten dollar ticket. Bring your family, bring your your uh, older kids and learn about the Constitution. Learn about the American covenant that was made and why it is so important to us now. Again, you can get your tickets at eventbrite.com. That's eventbrite.com. You can go there and uh, just search for my name, Glenn Beck. And uh, it'll pull up the event and you can get your tickets again, $10 tickets. It's happening October 19th. And I invite you to come a very important evening. We hope to see you there. All right. More on the budget fiasco coming up next. Jace Medical. You go online, you fill out a form, then you get a prescription. Life-saving medications delivered right to your door. The Jace case gives you peace of mind that you're not just hoping you have access to some antibiotics in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure that you have the right medication in hand. Dr. Sean Rowland, the founder of Jace Medical, recently down in La Haya, um, deploying with an aerial recovery group in an effort to help the Maui residents who were victims of the fires. Why? Because he carries the mission of Jace Medical into his personal life as well. This is very personal, and I'll tell you someday, uh, someday why, but it's very personal to these people. Um, they're building a parallel economy comprised of businesses just like Jace that are doing real good in the world while providing you with goods and services at a great price. Check them out today. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional discount by using my promo code back at checkout. Go to jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. jacemedical.com. Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road, you can get in no problem, no Humvees, no armed guards. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. 
The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew was a lie? Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com and use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Back last December, we were talking about cutting the woke federal spending from the budget. And everybody had a plan. Oh, you know, we raised the debt ceiling. We got a plan. We're going we're gonna to start working on it right now. And we're going to pass all... N- nothing, none of that happened. None of that happened. Why? Why didn't any of that happen? What, what is wrong with the GOP? Now House members who actually think like you and me are standing up and saying, no, we're not going to pass this woke budget anymore. We're not playing this game. We're not passing all of this money to Ukraine where we're now paying. We just found out. We're now paying for 57,000 firemen to continue their jobs. We're, we're paying for their small businesses to remain open. We're paying their equivalent of social security. We're paying many of their politicians and many of their uh, people in, in the government. <coughs> Why? Why, really? And how much is enough? All of that leads to inflation in your life. When will America come first with this administration? When? We're going to talk to a guy who has some answers uh, for us. His name is uh, Russ Vogt. Russell Vogt is uh, at the um, uh, Center for Renewing America. He's the president of it. But he also was the director of the Office of Management and Budget, the OMB. That's the person whose job it is, if there's a government shutdown, to make things work. We're going to talk to him about the possibility of a shutdown. I personally say good. We'll talk to him in 60 seconds. Shooting guns is a lot of fun. But, you know, you try telling that to your California friends and they'll, how dare you say it? But it's also a serious and important responsibility of being a gun owner. You need to be proficient with firearms. And that requires a lot of practice. It's a perishable skill. But ammunition prices are through the roof. And who has time to go to the gun range on a regular basis? This is why you need to get Mantis X. It's a high-tech, easy-to-use system that is widely used by the military now and helps you improve your shooting quickly. You attach it to your firearm and connect it with an app on your smartphone or your uh, your tablet via Bluetooth. 
Then, whether you're firing actual rounds or just dry fire practicing, it gives you instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to improve and correct your technique. 94% of the shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. I'm one of them. It is like having a world-class firearms instructor right next to you, and it's going to save you a ton of money. So start improving today. Get yours now at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. Russell Vogt, welcome to the program, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Glenn. So you were on, I think, even a year ago, and we were talking about you know, what they need to do. And the people in the house were talking, that's what we're going to do. And they never did any of it. And now here we are at the last hour again, trying to scramble and figure out what are we going to do so we don't have another CR. Exactly. I mean, this year started with so much promise and opportunity to have a real debate about woke and weaponized defunding of the bureaucracy and Kevin McCarthy basically threw that out the window of the negotiating table when he decided he was going to be in coalition with Hakeem Jeffries. Mm. And then he used as an excuse, he said, oh, we'll do it during the appropriations process. None of us believed it at the time, but that was his argument. And now, lo and behold, by the way, he moved none of the uh, or one of the appropriations out of the many appropriations bills and intentionally created a, a pile up at the end of the fiscal year to jam conservatives. And now conservatives are saying, we're not doing that. We're going to insist on doing appropriations bills, and then we're going to insist on policy riders to defund the weaponized portions of the federal government under the banner of no security funding. And that would apply to border security, energy security, ensuring the rule of law, the Department of Justice. And that's going to be an important debate as we head towards this leverage point at the end of this week with regard to the lapse of the annual fiscal year. Could you explain for the average person that may not know what a CR is and not know that how a how our Constitution says we're supposed to work as a country? Sure. In the in the jargon of of budget speak, a continuing resolution basically says we're just going to continue you at last year's funding level and we may make a few changes on top of it. But it ends up being a very small bill because you're extending all of, in this case, Biden uh, federal government spending, which is, is militant. It's not just big, it's, it's aimed at us. So that's why it's so harmful. The, the way it's supposed to work is that you have an annual uh, debate on the Department of Agriculture, or the EPA, the Department of Defense, and we've gotten out of the business of, of having that debate on the House floor. And what ends up happening is that the debate is it's all crafted behind closed doors. It, and it's just, a, they put them all together. You'll, you'll hear another word called the omnibus bill. That's bad too. They'll put it together and then they'll attempt to just jam it through in the night of day, in, in the, at, the, at, the, at, the, at late at night and expect members to not have read it. And what these members are saying is we're done. It's not, we're not doing that process anymore, but it's more than just a process. It's about, to your point earlier, using this leverage point to actually save the country because this is the last leverage point that we have heading into next year because of the, some of the other decisions that Kevin McCarthy has made. And what are those decisions that he's made? 
he extended the debt limit to the to the new administration. And so when you take essentially one of your few leverage points and, and push that past into 2025, now you're left only with funding leverage. And in, in Congress, there are very few must-pass bills. We call them must-pass bills. That the car, it forces the cartel to act. And the cartel hates these because they then have to stop governing behind closed doors at agencies where they legislate apart from Constitution, of, apart from the Congress. They have to come in to Congress and get these things passed. And we only have about two or three of them. This is one of the, the, the last impactful one to be, be able to defund the woke and weaponized bureaucracy. So tell me when this changed. It was 2008. And why did they do a continuing resolution in 2008? Yeah, I mean, it, this, has been, this has been a problem that is growing for years. Uh, each year is a little differently based on the interest of, of, of what's going on in play. Sometimes a, a continuing resolution is, is better than an omnibus, but still bad. And so it's hard to say what was going on, but all of it is, is a natural progression of the cartel year in, year out to basically avoid the House floor, avoid debate amendments and doing real budgets and to push it behind closed doors in, in, in that fashion and to make it so that it's very, very painful and stark. So we just found out from 60 Minutes uh, this last weekend that we are now paying for every firefighter in uh, Ukraine. You know, we're, we're paying for their equivalent of Social Security, many of their um, agencies we're paying for, um, but we're also paying for their small businesses and bailing out all of their small businesses. All of that causes inflation to an incredible degree here in America. How do, who knew about this? Well, I think we've had suspicions about what has been all of these taxpayer dollars been used in Ukraine. And we're now hearing more and more reporting of it. But this is the fundamental problem when you are cutting these enormous checks for Ukraine and you're putting yourself in a position that the, the country will will help escalate a war in Europe at the expense of our taxpayers and our consumers here in this country. And then you find out it's not just for, for weapons that are going to be hard for us to replace in our own stockpile, but it is for the, basically the funding of their domestic economy. And it's totally outrageous. And it's one of the reasons why I think we're going to have a big fight this week on whether Kevin McCarthy has to stick by his, his, his commitment to strip out all the Ukraine funding. I think that'll be one of the, the points of drama that we look to this week. And I'm thankful that some of this reporting has come out. Because this is, you know, the country is increasingly outraged by our, our, our spigot with regard to funding Ukraine. And it puts them in a situation where it's not unlike the Fed, right? When the Fed has low interest rates for far too long, people make bad investment decisions and you have a, a bubble. This is like the foreign policy version of it. When, when we don't force them to make their own determinations by their own resources, they have an overextension of, of what they feel they can get away with, and they don't make good decisions. And so it doesn't help them, and it certainly doesn't help us. So you put out seven points on the things that you think should transpire um, since they, they don't have the, uh, the votes 
for a CR, right? So we right. know that they can't do a continuing resolution. Um, and that could open us up to a government shutdown. Do you have any idea of uh, how solidified the uh, Republicans are on this this uh, showdown with the left? The House conservatives are very solidified, and as a result, because of the slim majority, we're going to have a shutdown. I, I'm, I'm convinced of it. Uh, there are certainly a huge portions of the majority, the House Republicans, that want to avoid that at all costs, and most of the Senate. The Senate will be cr- criticizing anything that the House does that is at all righteous. And so uh, I do think there'll be a shutdown I do think that the House conservatives have the ability this time because McCarthy's political capital is so depleted from the from the previous debt deal that they will be able to force this fight. And the question will be at that point execution uh, and being able to hold strong, hold the line and be able to really, you know, message to the American people what this debate is about. And really, I think it's about this. Do they feel secure? on the host of issues facing them from this government. And I I think that answer will be a resounding no. And I think that's an opportunity to win uh, a debate like this with, with and manage the political risk that comes from it. But I always think the political risk is overblown, quite frankly, from a shutdown when Republicans and conservatives fight the, the voters reward them in the next election. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think we will see that in this case as well. So tell me this job, then if we, if we shut down the government, it, I mean, we can pay our bills. We, we're not going to default. All of these all of these things that they've been saying for so long that are just untrue. Uh, but it is your former job, right? The office of OMB to make the money that we do have work and keep critical things open. Is that right? That is right. And you you're hitting on the main thing, which is that, you know, Social Security checks go out. Medicare payments occur. Uh, people, you know, the the Department of Defense just doesn't all of a sudden, you know, go home. All of these things, in terms of what we think of the federal government being open, is 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 in play. What is not in play are things like the regulatory agenda of the Biden administration at the EPA. Those people have to go home and and not work. So one of the the tasks of of OMB is to is to make sure that things stay open. That are vital to the security of, of property and the, the American people, uh, life and, and, and things of that nature. And so that was one of the things we did. And we, we set a high bar. We said, you know, we're going to make this as painless as possible for the American people consistent with the law. And we did that. And I think it's going to be hard for them to play the games that they previously did of trying to shut down the, the, the memorials and national parks when they don't have to. Um, and get away with it. And I, I think we will be holding them accountable as much as we possibly can. Yeah, well, um, I think people have a very, very short memory, um, especially when there was no pain uh, when you did it. There was no real pain. Um, and they are, why aren't they using the we're going to default uh, argument this time? Well, the default argument is largely one with regard to the debt limit. So when you're a funding situation, uh, now you're, you know, the framing of the attack changes to one about here's here's ex government services and it's no longer available to you, uh, your your life will shut down. Uh, I think it's going to be harder also for them to make that argument. We're in the aftermath of COVID, 
I mean, they shut the economy down for, for, right. for, you know, weeks. And so, uh, you know, people have lived through that. So, you know, the loss of, 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 of some, you know, timely grant is not going to be, um, uh, rise to the same level that, that it once did in my view. Okay. Um, I'm going to break for one minute and Russ, if you wouldn't mind, um, Hang on and tell us what the Republicans should be going for, what we should be aiming for at the end of this. We'll come back in just a second. Uh, Let me first tell you about Relief Factor. Uh, Are you living with pain? If so, how bad is it? How frequent is it? Is it the sort of thing that not only annoys you, but in fact interferes with the way you live your life? Do you ever make decisions based on whether or not you're going to uh, have a flare-up or you're going to feel awful the next morning. Now, here are the most important questions. How long are you going to put up with it? And have you tried everything to get rid of it? If your answer to the last question doesn't include relief factor, may I suggest you give it a try? When I was in horrible pain, I did. My wife made me do it. And I got my life back. To my shock, I got my life back. Three-week quick start, now 1995. It's a trial pack, not a drug. It was developed by doctors, and a million people have bought Relief Factor's quick start, and about 70% of them go on to order more. So go to relieffactor.com or call 800, the number 4 relief. 1995 three-week quick start. Again, relieffactor.com, 800, the number 4 relief. Relief Factor, feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, so uh, we're talking to uh, Russell Vogt. He is uh, the um, president of the Center for Renewing America. He's also the former Office of Management and Budget, the former director of, uh, of that. So what should they be aiming for, and what do you think they could get if they stand firm? So what we've called on them to do is to ensure that, you know, that we crush the woke and weaponized bureaucracy with a major cut to non-defense spending and bringing it back to pre-COVID levels, which would be about a 20% cut. Uh, and obviously, we, you and I could do much more cutting in a long weekend. But in terms of really sending a massive signal uh, to the bureaucracy, it would be about a 20% cut. And that's what they should be doing. And I would, I would put on top of it some very clear parameters. We call it fencing in the money. Uh, none of the funds can be used for disinformation uh, campaigns that are used against conservatives. None of the funds can be used by the FBI to target conservatives or any really anyone from the standpoint of just living their life um, and trying to express their viewpoints under the First Amendment. So that's the type of things that we would be aiming for and we're encouraging them to do is to say, when you fund this stuff, you are funding your this federal government to be aimed at you. And that's that honestly, that is something that is a penny that has finally dropped with the, with much of these, this, this Congress to understand, like, let's stop focusing on the spending that's on autopilot when you, at the exclusion of the stuff that you vote on every year in budget language, we call it discretionary spending. And that's the, the federal government we interact with on a daily basis that needs to be defunded. And we need to be having a debate about the fact that we are funding gay pride activists in Senegal, gay pride events in Prague, that we're funding the NASA space camp in Pakistan. These are are totally winnable debates on each and every day if they choose to have them 
and explain to them the, the, what the, their tax dollars are going to be able to be funded with. Uh, it, it is shocking to me that they are willing to let the government shut down over a fight of 20% cuts and not 20% cuts uh, to bring us back to 2010, but just to bring us back to the outrageous spending levels that we had before COVID. That, that's incredible that we won't cut back 20% that we gained in COVID. If you can't win that debate, Glenn, I don't know why we send Republicans to Congress. I mean, if, 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 if you can't use a leverage point to have that very simple debate and bring it back and, and send that message to the bureaucracy, I mean, it, it, it's just unjustifiable. Unbelievable. Um, do you think they're going to stand and do it? I think right now we're in a really good place with conservatives uh, united to try to force this as a leverage point. Uh, you know, the establishment is powerful. They, they were, they're going to lose their minds. They're already starting to chew on all of the, the different uh, legacy media. And, but this, here's, the, here's why I'm optimistic. This crew, this 20 and larger, and it's grown over the course of this year, and folks like Marjorie Taylor Greene are coming back into the team. This, this group held strong and had historic change that was, that was potential in January. They have that, ch- that chance now, and I think they're going to use it. I sense a, a great commitment in them. And the margins are such that they, we don't need all Republicans to stick right. together. We just right. need those 20. Thank you very much, Russell. I appreciate it. Russell Vogt, he is uh, from the Center for Renewing America and former director of the Office of Management and Budget. You can find him at his website, americarenewing.com. americarenewing.com. Back in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. All of this money that we are spending right now, all of this money that we are sending, we, we are, we're about probably $30 billion away from spending the same amount inflation adjusted as we spent for the Marshall Plan, which rebuilt and fed all of Europe. That's what we're sending over to Ukraine. What are we getting for it? What exactly are we doing with it? Well, we found out now that we're paying people's salaries and bailing out their small businesses. This leads to amazing inflation, which you're feeling all the time. I want you to call Goldline now and find out if gold or silver is right for you. It is a way to protect against inflation. You you have to have an asset like land or gold or platinum or anything. You have to have an asset, not dollars. For every full ounce of of fractional gold eagles purchased, you're going to receive a free one-tenth ounce platinum St. Helena Trust Series coin. But you got to call them now, 866-GOLDLINE. Please protect yourself, 866-GOLDLINE. Call them now. Check out my show, Pack Ray Unleashed, every weekday from 7 to 9 Eastern, 6 to 8 Central, or anytime and anywhere you get your podcasts. So, Bob Menendez makes a claim of why he had almost $500,000 in cash at his home. 
Now, he's been accused uh, by the Southern District of uh, New York of accepting bribes from Egypt. Now, he had gold bullion. He had a Mercedes. Mm-hmm. And he had $480,000 uh, in cash. And when asked about it, this was his answer. Quote, for 30 years, I have withdrawn thousands of dollars in cash from my personal savings, which I have kept for emergency because of the history of my family facing confiscation in Cuba. <laughs> Now, this might seem old fashioned, but those were monies drawn from my personal savings account based on the income that I've lawfully derived over those 30 years. I look forward to addressing other issues at the trial. Hmm. Now, I think if I said that, well, especially, if, you know, I wasn't Cuban, but mm-hmm. I don't think anybody would mm-hmm. believe that. Now, that could be true. Could be true. I highly doubt it, but it could be true. Yeah. But what else are you going to say? That's the only thing really he could say. Right? I I mean, unless he's selling facial cream on the side. You know, that's a possibility, too. You make a lot of money doing that. So he's a Mary Kay girl? Yeah, he might be. Really? Yeah. A political review of congressional earmarks and political contributions found that addition to the money for homelessness and drug treatment, Adam Schiff steered steered millions of dollars for profit companies and raised tens of thousands for his house re-election campaigns from the same corporate executives and people connected to the earmarks. The review was mostly limited to publicly available data from the brief three-year window when corporate earmarks were disclosed. He said, I I, I don't have a complete accounting for everything, so I don't, uh, what? Several of Schiff's earmarks would be barred under reforms adopted in 2010. Among them, Schiff secured millions in funding for Smith's Detection and Phasebridge, Inc. Defense companies based in his district, he steered $6 million to Smith's Detection for military warfare sensors between 2003 and 2006. Earmarked another $3 million to Phasebridge that was developing a radar frequency distribution system for the Navy. Uh, so we've got corruption there. We have corruption with uh, with good old uh, Bob Menendez. We also have this. Now, this isn't corruption. This is just business. Michelle Obama just gave a one-hour speech at a tech fair in Munich. Now, she was given a check for speaking to a startup event held on the sidelines of the an- annual Oktoberfest beer festival. <laughs> now, I can't hmm. think of anything I want to hear more from than Michelle Obama at a German startup festival with the beer fest and the pretzels just outside of the tent door. I know yeah. I pay a lot of money for that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, she normally paid, uh, uh, charges... $200,000 per speech. For for a one-hour speech. Yeah, one hour. Yeah. I mean, that's only $200,000 an hour. I can that's see the inequality. The, right. You know what I mean? The, yeah. The inequity that is happening here. It's bad. Uh, her husband costs 400000 <laughs> See? Again. Uh, against women. Sexist. Yeah. So he gets $400,000 an hour to speak. She gets 200000 
which doesn't explain why she was paid for this Oktoberfest beer tent festival speech of seven hundred and forty one thousand dollars. I mean, you put his speech and her speech, their speaking fees together. Mm. It doesn't equal that. No, that's about three and a half times of what she normally charges. Now, that's strange, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Now, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm thinking, self, is that what they learned from Clinton? Is there something maybe else going on there in Germany? Is hmm. big beer money behind it? I don't know. But that seems a little, maybe a little out of... The norm. Yeah, kind of. Like yeah. when the people uh, who were putting on the festival called her and said, hey, uh, we'd like you to come speak. She said, well, yeah, okay, but it's going to cost you $200,000. No, we'd like to pay you 741000 Yeah, but that's in euros. Ah. It's in euros. So it's even more. Uh, no, it's 700000 what oh, they paid 700. her. And euros, it's seven forty-one. Okay. So. You got to adjust for the exchange. Definitely. Sure. Definitely. Definitely. Um, Now, some other news. Trump is up now five points over Biden in a new poll. Trump appears strong in the Republican primary. Fifty six percent of the party's rank and file backing his nomination. He leads over President Joe Biden. Should the pair face again uh, the White House in 2024, Trump has claimed the support of 46 of registered voters in the latest Messenger Harris X survey. Biden trailed with 41 percent support, while 13 percent said they weren't sure. Republican lead comes as 40 percent approve of Biden's job as president. 56 percent expressed a negative view of his time in office. Overall, 69% of respondents expressed a belief that the president ought not to run again. A further 56% said the same of Trump. Well, so that's good. So the majority of America don't want any of these guys. <laughs> They're like, I don't want to. I don't want to. May I just mm. suggest that for the first time, somebody should run all the way to the end? Hmm. All the way to the convention? Yes. All the way, hmm. you know, and not to thwart Trump or anything else. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a secondary guy who has some votes out there, I don't know how you do it with the with the way the nomination is set up. You have to have the number of votes. I, I How does that work? Does anybody know? Because he could go away at any time because they could get so crazy and just throw him in jail. And and then Trump's not a viable option. Correct. Yeah. And then also Newsom could come in or somebody else. And what happens then? On the on the Democratic side, if you're running against Joe Biden, there's a chance. If you're running against Newsom, I mean, I I, I can't imagine there's a chance. But I didn't think that Biden would win. I just think we should be running somebody all the way to the end. By the way, you can tell they're panicking because Russian uh, because Hillary Clinton just brought up the Russian election interference. She said, I just I'm just warning you. I'm just warning you. The Russians have proved themselves. I'm quoting to be quite adept at interfering 
And if Russian President Vladimir Putin has a chance, he'll do it again. I thought it was illegal now to question an election. Well, she's not just questioning. She's not. She's not questioning an election. Here she's questioning two elections. Uh, the 16 election <laughs> right. and the 24. Yes. Yes. But not, so, the, not the 2020 Not election. the 2020. No, she had no that question was on that one. They completely forgot. They were like, oh, crap, it's election day in America. <laughs> Vlad, why didn't you tell us? So Washington Post has come out and said there is no other candidate. It's going to be comical. Than Joe Biden. If the Republican wins. And they claim election fraud and that the election was fixed or tampered with by yeah, Russia. Yeah, it's going to be funny. Isn't that going to be interesting? Yeah, yeah, it'll be really funny as they take Because that's the exactly what they'll do if it happens. I know. So let me ask you, um, let me ask you something here, Pat. Um, they're now saying that there is no one else for America's future than Joe Biden. Because he's the only one, mm-hmm. you know, apparently that can beat Donald Trump. I, I don't I don't understand the Washington Washington Post, but uh, they're they're saying that uh, he's the most viable option. Here's what I can't understand. I can't understand. Well, I can't understand that. But I but I also can't understand people on the other side. And I'd love to hear from you if this is what you believe. That things are fine with Joe Biden. That everything is good yeah. with Joe Biden. Yeah. Um, the economy's going well. The war situation is going well. Spending, I guess, is going well. Uh, you know, our inflation is under control. You know, gas, our plan for gasoline engines and everything else, that, that this all That's makes fine. you comfortable. Yeah. Because I can't believe that 45% of the American population are still saying, you know, I mean, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine with Joe. I really are you with what what's happening at the border? Mm. This makes sense to you? Inflation, the border, uh, crime, the, the crime, the economy, uh, the War. situation with yeah Ukraine, mm-hmm. the handouts we're giving them that American taxpayers are paying for the salaries of fifty seven thousand first responders and their social security over there, their equivalent of it. All of that's okay. I guess you have to be, you, you just have to be trapped in that liberal bubble where just hear all the, you hear is their spin on all that. I keep hearing them say it's the end of the Republic if we don't win. Now, they would be saying that if it was Ron DeSantis. It's not a Trump thing. They'd be saying that about they would. anybody. Yeah. But I, I, I really don't understand how someone standing up for the Constitution because that's where I'm at. How am I a danger to the Republic by saying we should return to the plans of the Republic? We shouldn't be an empire. We, sh- we should be a constitutional Republic, which we haven't been doing for a long time. How is that the end of the Republic or democracy? When you're saying we shouldn't have corruption on either side. We shouldn't have dictators on either side. We should use our heads on things. We should come back together as people on the Bill of Rights. I'm not asking you to come together with me on everything. I'm just saying just on the Bill of Rights. Mm -hmm. 
I don't understand how that's the crazy position. Well, it is because anybody who believes in the Constitution is crazy now. You know, you're a right-wing kook if you even bring it up. But I know, again, I don't know how that works <laughs> in your head if you're a thinking amazing. human being. I'd like mm-hmm. to know how that works in your head. And if it does work for you, please call me. 888-727-BECK. I'm not going to try to change your mind. I just, I really want to understand that. How does that work? That I'm mm-hmm. the extremist and all I want is a return to the constitutional norms that make sure that power doesn't get out of control. How is that extreme? Back in a minute. I want to tell you about a hero. 9-11 first responder, uh, Fire Department of New York Lieutenant Charles Mayello. He answered a call to help others on America's darkest day, 9-11. Ten years later, though, he suffered a fatal heart attack in the line of duty, and he left behind a wife and child. This is where the Tunnel to Towers came in. When one of these guys lose their life, their spouse and their children are taken care of, and the first thing they do is they try to pay the mortgage on the family home, and that's what they did. That removes much of the financial burden uh, during that difficult, difficult time. Imagine having to bear, bury a, a husband or a wife with children remaining, and you're worried, how am I going to afford the house? Where are we going to live? This is who Tunnel to Towers is. This is what they do. Be a part of it. America's heroes and their families need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. That is astonishing. Donate $11 a month, will you? To T, the number 2 T.org. That's T2T.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. You know, we're just talking about how how is returning to the Constitution or in this case, returning to the budget that was pre-pandemic. How is that the destruction of America? Remember, prior to the pandemic, gas was two dollars and twenty six cents per gallon. And we were energy independent for the very first time in my lifetime. 2.77% 2.77% mortgage rate, 1.4% inflation, increasing real income, increasingly controlled southern border, strong economic proce- uh, progress for the minorities. Vladimir Putin hadn't bothered Ukraine. The Taliban was bring, being brought to heel. And we had peace accords in the Middle East. What part of that don't you want to go back to? What part of that? I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I really don't understand it. Yeah. And they just said, the White House just said that, uh, was it, was it KJP that was just asked about the economy and, you know, why his ratings are so low and why he can't get people to understand what he's done. And her response was, uh, the economy was flat on its back, uh, when, when Joe Biden took office and now he's. Turned it around completely. It was flat on its back because we had everything closed. Yeah. Everything was closed for the first time in history. And by the way, 
They're now saying we can't have a government shutdown. I tell you what, just 15 days to slow the spread mm-hmm. of spending. That's what the Republicans <laughs> should be saying right now. Yeah, we're only going to we're only advocating 15 days to slow the spending of Washington. If we can close down the entire country and survive, I think we could close the government. Plus, it, 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 when was it that it happened last? Was that, has it been 10 years? It's been a while, but you remember the government shutdown? And really, the worst part of it was that they closed the national parks and you couldn't get in for a few days. I know. That, oh, that no. Hurt. That wow. Hurt. Was that I mean, meantime, they're trying to shut all of the national parks so people can't get in. Ever. How is that a problem? Yeah. How's that a problem for them? Remember this. 15 days to slow the spreading of spending. That's all we're asking for. We got, we're just going to shut it down for 15 days while we work this out. The Glenn Beck Program. I want to uh, talk to you about American Giant. Back in, uh, back in the olden days of the 1960s, 95% of the clothing Americans bought was made here in America. Now in America, 97% is made overseas. A complete reversal of everything. And we're feeling that in every possible way. Jobs went overseas. Everything was shut down here. Well, it's time to rebuild. And that's what American Giant is really all about. In 2012, a clothing factory in North Carolina was going to shut down. And they worked with the factory to invest in new machinery and skill development. Ten years later, they make the best hoodie you'll ever own. These are, you remember the sweatshirts from the 60s that maybe your dad had? That's, that is the kind of sweatshirt they make. They don't make them in America anymore. Nobody does, except for American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Go there now. Buy American and some of the best clothing you'll ever wear. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. gosh the horror there are republicans that want to shut down government which will mean the atf will will no be what are they doing they just want gunplay everywhere with no atf oh my god what's gonna happen what's gonna happen i mean well luckily there's no way anybody could smuggle anything across our border right now because we got that locked up tight they actually said if the government closes down, the border could get out of control. It could get out of control. It is out of control. Oh, my gosh. I I want you tell everybody, you know, it's talking. Anybody who says, oh, we're trying to avoid the shutdown. Look, here's what the Republicans are trying to do. 
They just think we should shut the government down for 15 days to slow the spread of spending. That's it. That's it. And in 15 days, we'll reevaluate. If they could shut down the United States of America and the small business owners of America generally survived after a year? I don't know. I think the government could go away for a while. And I don't think we'd even notice, honestly, because all the checks are still going to be going to senior citizens and everything else. Don't let them scare you on that. It's all going to keep coming. 15 days. That's all we ask. 15 days to stop the spread of of spending. Uh, that's all I ask, really, honestly. Come on, Republicans. Do not blow it this time. More in a minute. First, I want to talk to you about the parallel economy we're building all the time on this program and all across the country. And one of the best examples of the kind of country, a company that belongs in that economy is Patriot Mobile. For a decade, they've been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, the only one. And I'm proud to partner with them. I have for almost 10 years. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage so you can access any of the three major networks. So everybody's on. You don't have to worry about the part of your bill going to fund, you know, the leftist causes. You not only get great service at a great price, but you're also sending a message to the rest of the country. I don't know. I believe in free speech, you know, religious freedom, guns. Really? I, I think we got that sanctity of life, Second Amendment, our military, veterans, first responders, you know, those kinds of things. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. This company was was founded to give you great service at a lower price, but part of their mission is to fight for the things that we believe in. 100% U.S.-based customer service team is going to make switching easy for you, whether you keep your number, change it, your phone, you can upgrade, you know, or keep it, whatever you want. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Beck. Free activation today, 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Oh, Pat, Pat, Pat. I want to tell you, I, I want to read a story that was shocking to me. Shocking. Mm. Mm-hmm. I want to see if you can figure out what's going on, because experts are confused. Okay. A sparsely populated area of Alaska, home to hundreds of USO, UFO and Bigfoot-style sightings, has also seen 20,000 people disappear since 1970. 20,000? 20,000. 20,000. Huh. Well, many have heard about the Bermuda Triangle, which I flew in Bermuda Triangle. Thought honestly thought oh. I was going to die. Really? Thought I was going to die. Yeah, we mm-hmm. were in we were going over I don't remember where, Israel or something. And had the whole plane, you know, the, the whole family and the crew on the plane and uh and we hit turbulence in the Bermuda Triangle unlike anything I've ever and we had to we had to actually set down in Bermuda oh. to get out of it. It was horrible, and uh, that's when my son-in-law, uh, who w- w- was very uh, nervous on the whole thing, we all mm-hmm. thought we were going to die, but he was a little more mm, dramatic about it. And uh, he got down on the ground and and said to my daughter, "I can't go back on that plane. I can't die that way." And she said, "What do you mean?" And he said, "I'm another." And she said, what do you mean? 
And she said, he said, all I could think of is if this plane goes down, it'll be reported as Glenn Beck and others died. <laughs> and I, I don't want to die as another. Anyway, so uh, you've heard of the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, now, the so-called Alaskan Triangle has managed to slip largely under the public radar, despite having a missing persons rate of more than double the national average. Located mm. between Juneau... Anchorage and the small town of Barrow, the area is reportedly a hotbed of paranormal activity. Explanations for the strange phenomena have ranged from everything from alien activity to powerful electromagnetic fields in the area, similar to those found in the Bermuda Triangle. Mm -hmm. Local legends refer to a Sasquatch creature terrorizing the towns. This includes one settlement called Portlock, the southern edge of the Kenai Peninsula, which was abandoned in the 1950s after villagers were attacked and killed by an unknown creature. Oh, man. In recent years, however, the area has the backdrop of thousands of unexplained vanishings. Despite being just 1% inhabited, Alaska, now listen to this. Okay. Only 1% mm. of Alaska is inhabited. Mm -hmm. Despite that, Alaska has far and away the most missing people compared to any other state. The next highest state for missing pers persons is Arizona with 12.28, double the national average of 6.5 people per 100,000. But Alaska loses 42.16 people every 100,000. Weird. Yeah, really weird. weird. Now, now, mm -hmm. the most recent is Shana Oman disappeared while visiting a friend in Fairbanks on June 3rd. Oman had made arrangements to get a ride home with a friend, but then never materialized or returned home. Okay. Mm -hmm. She left without any okay. belongings mm -hmm. or her dog and everyone's perplexed. Even experienced outdoorsmen are not safe. Mountain rescuer Gerald DeBerry, 43, went out with a group in the White Mountains, 70 miles north of Fairbanks, to search for a missing woman, but never returned home. Oh, wow. A year later, his ATV was discovered with the engine switched off, but no sign of him a year later. Various conspiracy theories have been posited. Field researcher Ken Gerhardt told the History Channel that the triangle could be a vile vortice, a lozenge-shaped uh, a, a area with increased electromagnetic force. He said the theory is these particular areas are supercharged with geoelectromagnetic energy. Another doctor. And does it vaporize people? Don't, what? don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Don't don't be ridiculous. <laughs> so what does it do? How is that responsible for people disappearing? It makes things happen that don't usually happen. Uh, okay. Now, FBO expert, <laughs> F, uh, uh, UFO expert Debbie Ziegelmeyer said that Alaska's sparse population makes it attractive to extraterrestrials ah. because they can go mm. pretty much wherever they want. That's the mm. attraction of Alaska. She believes that it might be kidnapping from by space aliens space aliens now mm -hmm. 
cryptozoologist Jeff Backman said Alaska is the perfect thing because anything could live there. I don't think rattlesnakes, but I digress. Anything of any size could be hiding in the Alaskan wilderness. That is so true. That is so true and so frightening. Mm -hmm. Now, I am a doctor, so I am going to comment on this. (laughs) It also could be that there are lots of big bears in Alaska and no one's around to hear you scream. Uh, it, it could be that, you know, Alaska is a very big place and I hear a little chilly at times. Mm-hmm. It could I've be heard that. that you go hiking on a mountain yeah. and you, you, your footing slips and you're buried under a lot of snow. Could wow. be, could be. Yeah. I mean, I believe the alien thing. <laughs> but uh, but you're uh, just throwing out wild, I'm other throwing wild out, theories. Yeah, I mean, let me throw out a okay. wild theory. It might be that Alaska has more missing people than any other state mm-hmm. because there's no nothing in most of Alaska. And so you mm-hmm. can get lost and die and yeah. no one will find you except animals that will eat you. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a crazy theory, but yeah, I, I suppose it's possible. Yeah, okay. All right. I just wanted to see if you thought it was... much more likely that space aliens took them, you know, for the space... Probes. Probes. That they're doing. I like the the idea that that Alaska is just their playground. Yeah, I love that. You know, the playground (laughs) of aliens. Because they can go anywhere they want. Anywhere they want. Anywhere they want. There is not a space on Mm -hmm. planet Earth where just nobody is. (laughs) <laughs> you know, not an, it is crowded uh-huh. every Everywhere. other place. Now, I could, I would point out space is very cold. So maybe they like it because it's also very, very cold. Mm. You know, maybe I I'm just saying. That. That's, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, is this the case with the with the Republicans that have told us that they were going to stop the spending and change the culture. And then they appear to go to Washington and then just completely disappear. We never hear from them. Never hear from them. Is it possible? That is. There is a very large electromagnetic force right there in the Capitol in the White House. And it could (laughs) explain. Now, it could be aliens. Mm -hmm. Okay. They could be eaten by bears. Uh, But I've seen fences. I've seen fences now, but people can get past those fences. I've also heard that. Mm. Uh, So it might be. I mean, I'm I'm a doctor, so I am going to just throw this out there. That those politicians are just dirtbags. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I think it might be. I mean, I know it can't be that. It can't be that. It probably the aliens. Don't you think? Yeah. Or the vortex, the Mm -hmm. lozenge shaped vortex that's right there underneath the Capitol. Yes. Uh, We lost another one. We (laughs) lost another one. Uh, I'd rather believe the UFO thing than the fact that they're all spineless worms that can't fulfill any of the promises. Oh, seriously. Wouldn't you? I mean, this is quite a statement. I mean this sincerely. If one of them looked into the camera and was like, I'm going to I'm going to vote for this big spending bill where we're 
we're, uh, you know, teaching our kids that they can be anything they want and then we can mutilate them in surgery. And one of them reached up to their eyelid and then just pulled it down a little bit and they were a lizard person. Wouldn't you be like, oh, what a relief. <laughs> yes. I get it now. <laughs> yes, I'd rather that. I would. I think so. I think so. Uh, all right. If if you are not supporting your House member, uh, assuming you know you have a Freedom Caucus member, reach out to the Freedom Caucus members and tell them keep mm. standing. These twenty. Have, it's going to get harder to oh, do that. So they're going to need support like that. They're going to do everything uh, to yeah. these people. Yes, they everything. Are. Yeah. And if you're no, if you're not clean, if if you have something to hide, they're just going to destroy out. you. Yes, they'll destroy you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the one thing you can say about these guys is, you know, probably 15 of them haven't done anything illegal or immoral. 15, you think? <laughs> I think <laughs> I maybe. going to say three, but. You think? <laughs> you think maybe three? <laughs> yeah, maybe three. I think we could go for 15. <laughs> All right. That are completely clean, wouldn't end up in prison by something that they're hiding. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, just have leave a wreckage of a family behind them. I think there's maybe 15 of them that oh, we can count really on. you really optimistic. I am. I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling good. 15 out of 435? Yeah. I that's... believe it could be done. I believe it could be done. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. For five consecutive quarters now, credit card balances have done nothing but go up overall. They are increasing at some of the largest rates that we have seen in 20 years. This year has been brutal for most Americans, struggling with inflation, rising rates, just generally how expensive life is right now. If you're one of them, let me give you a possible path out. Give American Financing a call today. They're helping people just like you get out from underneath that debt burden and start to realize significant savings. Imagine saving $700 every month. That would go a long way, but that, that's the average of the, um, the, the people helping that they are helping out. The average customer will save about $700. The interest is tax deductible on your mortgage, unlike your credit card debt. Please find out if they can help you at American Financing. Take some of that burden off your back. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. All righty. Welcome, uh, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, did you happen to see where some of our money is going? This is why government can't shut down. Because, of course, as we talked about earlier... On the show, uh, you got the Ukraine situation where we're paying their salaries of 57,000 first responders. We're paying their social security benefits or their equivalent of it. Yeah. Paying uh, some of their politicians. Right. And some of their agencies. Yeah. Um, and uh, and just in general, keeping their economy afloat and giving them small business loans and all of yeah, those things. But yeah. yesterday, uh, Joe Biden talked about what we're also spending in the Pacific Island. Mm. Uh, uh, several pacific island nations mm-hmm. uh to can to you help. name some of those pacific islands that i can were... i can name guam guam okay and i can name um philippines uh, uh, no 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 not the philippines uh the um, american samoa american samoa 
and Guam. Guam. And, and the other ones the just the other ones are so big you can't remember them. <laughs> right. Okay. Yes. All right. But, but there's five of them. Here's what he said about uh, what we're going to give them for their infrastructure. So today I'm pleased to announce we're working with Congress to invest forty billion dollars in our mm. Pacific Islands Infrastructure Initiative. We oh. call it the PI anyway. It doesn't matter what we call it, but that's what it is. <laughs> Because I can't say it. it's P-I-I. I was going to get back to acronyms, uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to uh, stand not doing that. Yeah, really yeah. funny. Uh, a really charming moment there. <laughs> but I think what was lost on everybody is, wait, what? We're giving them $40 billion for their infrastructure? There are, there's two American territories, and then 12 more islands that we're just giving money to to fix their infrastructure for no because I guess we got so much money. No, you know what? We don't the know what to is. do with it. We're trying to block China. Yes, we we are. We're but, trying to block but another China. forty billion dollars. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Spending the money that we have to print that causes inflation on the average everyday okay. American. So you're like most Americans. No, I think you don't most have any Americans are saying I'm fine yeah, with fine. that. How much is the price of milk? I don't think I'm paying enough. You know, right? you know, I and this might help drive up that price. It will help drive so, up that price. The more yeah, we spend, so excited. the higher the price of milk. And I think there's a lot of people like me that says, you know what? <laughs> milk is not expensive enough yet. And well, you're we looking can out get for dairy like 17, farmers, am I right? Well, no, they don't get any of the money. Oh, okay. But if we can get milk up to $17, $18 a half gallon, I think, you know, that's when I start to feel a little uncomfortable. 17 or $18, $18 a, a half, half gallon. gallon. Yeah. That's when I think Americans mm-hmm. will say, hey, this might not be for me in the uh, Pacific <laughs> Islands. You know, I. Uh, and when the gas prices are eight nine dollars a gallon oh i think people will love that uh, love i, I that. mean california does yeah so uh you know you get up to mm-hmm. 25 26 you know or restrictions that you could only be a special member of a special class to get the gasoline at 26 dollars. Right. Right. i think that's on a certain day of the that's week that's when some people might say i don't know um i don't think this is working out Oh, those are the intolerant people. Intolerant. Those are Intol- the Those will be the ones that are standing in the way of uh, progress. Yeah. Really. They have to be re-educated. They, We're going to have to send them to a camp. Men. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Uh, okay, so um, let me uh, let me just, uh, just play something else. Um, here's a flashback of Trudeau talking about the truckers in Canada. Listen to this. How much vitriol do we have to see of honk honk, which is an acronym for Hail Hitler, do we need to see by these protesters on social media? Okay, honk honk (laughs) is akin to Uh Heil Hitler. Honk honk. Okay. Then uh, we had Trudeau going in to uh, announce in, in parliament there a really great hero. He was a well. He was a former SS Nazi. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoops! Didn't get that one right. Wait until I play for you the the response from Trudeau. Because honestly, I've listened to it now three times, and I don't know what he's saying. I I mean, I really don't huh. understand what he's saying there. Um, but it was a it was a great apology. Well, Can't wait to hear it. Was it an apology? <laughs> I'm not really sure. 
And by the way, tomorrow is the second presidential debate for the GOP. Mm. Yeah, on Fox. The Glenn Beck program. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. All right. Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Your dog is also a listener of mine. Okay. But you never thought of it that way. Your dog is sitting there listening to the show every day. He waits for you to turn it on because he doesn't have opposable thumbs, you know. So he turns it on. uh, And, you know, he knows the Constitution. He believes in the Bill of Rights. And he's saying to himself, He's they, he, this guy keeps talking about this yummy stuff that's good for me that you can put on my food and you're not doing it. What's up with that? And that's why he's looking at you with those eyes. Occasionally, you'll see him. He'll look at you kind of like with the sad eyes or the happy eyes or the gee, why have you left me alone so long? What he's really saying, because I speak dog. I know your dog. Your dog calls my dog at night. What's up? I don't know, understand what's happening to my owner. So may I suggest you go to roughgreens.com slash back right now. Call 833-GLEN-33. Get this supplement you sprinkle on your dog's food so he'll stop looking at you like that with those accusing eyes. Mm. 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33 or roughgreens.com slash back. And don't forget to use the promo code GLEN to save $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I want to bring somebody on here. We're going to go back to uh, Canada in just a minute. Cash Patel is with us. He is a former Department of Defense chief of staff, former deputy director of national intelligence, and he has released a book today called Government Gangsters. This is a tell-all book that is a real tell-all book. Um, We welcome him to the program now. Cash, how are you, sir? I'm good, Glenn. Thanks so much for having me on. Um, I, I've got a, I've got a lot of questions. We're gonna have to have you back maybe next week, but um, no problem. So Donald Trump said you're, he's going to use this book as a blueprint mm-hmm. to help take back the White House and remove these gangsters from government. Who really is running the country? Is it the president? Is it Congress? Or is it the deep state? No, I wish it was. I wish it wasn't the deep state. I wish I didn't write a book called "Government Gangsters" about taking out the deep state. I served for 16 years in Democratic or Republican administrations, and the entrenched class that I saw rise up the ranks and make themselves public when Donald Trump was uh, the president of the United States was not anything I expected in the United States of America. We fought them, doesn't matter if they were Republican or Democrat, more than we fought the levers of Congress, more than we fought the mainstream media, and more than we fought um, the political enemies that Donald Trump had. They think the levers of government and positions are there to serve their own egos. And I was shocked that you saw it, not just in DOD, but at DOJ, FBI, NSA. And, and, you know, a good friend of mine was like, look, this is a moment in time in history where you have to put it out there for the American people to digest and understand in a credible fashion and not use hyperbole. And that was the mission with government gangsters. Hopefully we, we did that. So um, was there a point, I mean, working, you know, 16, uh, 16 years, uh, did you think, Ah, this isn't true. At what point did you think, wait a minute, there might be something to this deep state idea? What was your first encounter that showed you how rotten to the core this thing really was? Well, I I was the lead prosecutor for the Benghazi terrorist attacks at Maine Justice. 
And that led me on the trail of the Hillary Clinton email fiasco. Of course, this was before anybody ever even knew about it. And when I raised that specter at DOJ, they thought I was out of my mind. And the rest is history. So when that happened, I said, wait a second. Why are we not prosecuting the 17 terrorists that killed four Americans? I remember Attorney General Alec Holder walked in the room and said, nope, we're only going to prosecute this one guy. Everything else is too political. And I was just, I was floored. I was like, wait a second. I'm a career, you know, national security prosecutor guy here trying to take out the bad guys. And then fold that over into Russiagate, which I then ran for Chairman Devin Nunes. And I saw how the FISA court process was broken, was ruptured, and the FBI and DOJ committed unlawful acts to illegally surveil a presidential candidate. Whatever your politics are, I was just shattered uh, by that faith in justice, having used the FISA process to actually manhunt terrorists. So those two events sort of like gelled it together for me. And then, of course, Donald Trump gets elected, and it was on steroids after that. Yeah. So is there... um... But what is the percentage of people that are involved, knowingly involved, uh, and and how much of the government does it cover? All of it? It covers every agency and department, everything, all of it, all the administrative places, legislative, executive, even the judiciary. Now we've seen one of the moves I call for in government gangsters is we've seen those that don the black robe of justice on the bench uh, mediate uh, judicial rulings based on political ethos. And so I would say it takes up about 10% of all government bureaucracy, the deep state, the entrenched class. And that's why I think we have the ability to remove them and secure this country and the levers of justice again for the American people. If it was any more than that, we'd have a whole nother problem. But that 10% has become so powerful, they drown out then that's what I want to highlight in my book, the many great Americans that continue to do the mission. I get calls every day from people at the FBI, DOJ, and DOD thanking us for the work we're continuing to do to try to correct course here. And, why, and aren't they, why, aren't they, why aren't there more of them standing up then? I, yeah, that's the great question. We try to do it. We try to help whistleblowers along. And I think um, the, the, the political retaliation that you see for those that stand up, I mean, just look at a couple of the FBI whistleblowers. They were removed from their jobs, paid, uh, their pay was suspended. One of them was moving across the country with four little children and couldn't afford to pay rent. That's what they do to you um, if you dare to come forward. So we have to build institutions to help them do that. We're working on all of that, but it takes, unfortunately, it takes time. And a lot of these people, they just want to serve. That's what they went to government to do is to serve quietly. And, and um, I think you're right, though. We need some more people to come forward. So when when you think of the deep state, I think a lot of people think it's a bunch of Dr. Evils making plans in some you know underground dungeon, <laughs> you know, some cabal. What is it? How does it really work? What is it really like? You know, I think it used to be like that maybe 15, 20 years ago. Now the deep state is just in your face publicly out there because they use they're mainstream media partners in the fake news. There is no deep state, no government gangsters without them. They leak information to them. They did it in Russiagate, Ukraine, impeachment one, two, Hunter Biden laptop, 51 Intel letter, you name it. They have the playbook written out. When a political narrative is out there that they want to defeat, they get their, they call their few friends in government and they say, okay, what do we want out there? How do we help defeat Donald Trump's agenda? How do we help defeat the conservative movement? And that is how they operate because they get full cover. In this two-tier system of justice, they know they are never going to get prosecuted internally as long as they are serving the mission of the government gangsters. And it's, again, it's not a Republican or Democrat thing. In my book, I probably call out more Republicans than I do Democrat in the back index where I name every government gangster. Name some of them. 
Bill Barr, Mark Esper, Gina Haspel, um, Rod Rosenstein, Chris Ray, Merrick Garland, Lisa Monaco. And so I probably have 70 others in the back of the book there. That's just a few. And have you connected them to each other or is this just look at what they're doing? Uh, that must mean they're in the deep state. I will give you I've, that was the great point. I, I've connected them and I'll give you a fantastic example. Rod Rosenstein, who wrote the unlawful FISA warrant against President Trump, who covered up um, the Devin Nunes and I's investigation on Russiagate when Chris Ray was the FBI director and they threatened to investigate us. A story for another day, but they actually did subpoena my records when I was a senior staffer on Capitol Hill. And Gina Haspel, who was the CIA station chief in London, who authorized the launch of Russiagate, um, later became a CIA director. Do you know where Gina Haspel and Rod Rosenstein work today? At Christopher Ray's old law firm in Washington, D.C. Holy cow. Um, is the next president, no matter who he is, is he going to be able to do this? I mean, if 10% of the government and all of the media... How does a president even begin to to operate and and shut these things down? Uh, it's 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 a it's a multi pronged uh, sort of game that you have to level. And the one thing that you have to start with is personnel. And I think the one thing the Trump administration learned in the first term was you can't trust these entrenched government bureaucrats. And anyone that they've ever talked to, and anyone that recommended them, is out. We are working, I'm obviously in all in for President Trump, on the personnel package that should come with him um, should he win the presidency. But also what you need is Congress to come in and suspend the budgets of the people that have robbed us of our our system of justice at the FBI, at DOJ, and zero out these line items and eliminate the seats and the billets, as we call them, that just endlessly grow government morass to no end to feed places like the defense industrial complex. You have to have all three branches firing at the same time, but it starts with a huge personnel package and it starts with a massive, massive funding um, expenditure removal uh, based on corruption. When you're looking at the FBI, DOJ, CIA, intelligence, can they be fixed? Yes, they can. It's going to be a monumental list. I'll give you a little example I talk about in Government Gangsters. When I was deputy director of national intelligence, we cut 10% of that workforce, even though everybody told us you can't fire anyone in government. That's just not true. Nobody had the will to do it. You got to go to Congress. You got to tell them, hey, take this out of our budget immediately. I don't want this seat. I don't want this position for next year. And you can remove people who've com- who committed acts of corruption and unlawful, unethical behavior. So you can do it. You just have to have the people across the board. We didn't have that. We had guys like Barr and Esper and Gina Haspel blockading the Trump administration's <laughs> agenda and keeping their personnel protected. They all were talking to each other continuously. And remember, Rod Rosenstein agreed to wear a wire because the deputy director of the FBI, Andy McCabe, told him to do it against the sitting president. And this is the levels of corruption we have to fight against. But the bench, the good news is the bench exists. I've worked with them. I know them. A lot of them are still in. Some of them left, and we can bring them all back. But we're going to need a leader, in my opinion, like President Trump, to put all those pieces on the chessboard. Do you have, do you think, enough people in Washington, in either party, that you could cobble together the support to do this? Does anybody in, in, in Congress or uh, the Senate, in any great number, exist Yeah, to help you? Massive. 
it's not a massive number, but I'm out there on the campaign trail for a lot of conservative candidates in both the House and the Senate, and they subscribe to the same ethos. So you got to start somewhere, and it's not going to be an overnight success, and the deep state is going to come out uh, and attack these candidates going forward, but I think there's enough of a clan of us that can get this mission across, or at least start it up uh, over the next year, which is that my, my goal is to educate America through now until next November of the election cycle to say, this is the deep state, this happened, and this is what we must do to fix it. Then, well, hopefully, once we win all levers of government, we can come in and do it. I'd like to put a chalkboard uh, together with your help on on how this thing works and what needs to be done. I'd, so I'd love to have you back uh, at some point, maybe next week when you get off of the, uh, the book tour uh, crunch here. Uh, the name, uh, the name of the book is government gangsters. He names names. He knows he was there. If we want to end this nightmare, a couple of things have to happen. The money has got to be cut. And the, uh, the Republicans, I, I shouldn't say the Republicans, the Freedom Caucus is working on that today, and they're hammering it out on each other, mm-hmm. trying to get this thing done. You have to give the purse strings back to the Congress. And if Congress doesn't do anything, then we vote them out and we continue to do it in larger and larger numbers. But the other is going after the deep state and identifying who these people are and where they're hiding is the most important part. You've got to identify them. Are you worried at all, Cash, about, I mean, this is movie stuff. People have died for for less than this. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Look, it it is a a scary sort of uh, roadmap that we've laid out, but it's the one that matters most to save this constitutional republic. So that's why... There are people out there, whether it's me and you um, in the conservative voice movement that are out there that are putting the mission first, as I say, government gangsters. And I think we have enough of us to do it. But we've also got to take out the fake news media machine. And that's the bigger challenge, in my opinion, than taking out just the deep state government gangsters themselves. I think we can do it. Yes, it's going to be a brutal year. Um, But if we don't do it and we don't win in 2024, then, We're then done. that's it. Game over. Yeah. Thanks, Cash. I appreciate it. God bless. We'll talk Thanks to you so again. Name of, the, uh, name of the book is Government Gangsters. It came out today. I will tell you, I think the mainstream media is losing its grip on America. That's why you're seeing people like Elon Musk and, and uh, Russell Brand, who may be guilty of some things, but this is a political takedown of him. Um they are going to get stronger and stronger on trying to take people down because we are becoming very effective. If you're looking to buy or sell a home or both and somebody says to you, I know a person, most of the time, here's what you need to do. Run for your life. The person in question probably dips her, her pinky toe into the real estate business by watching YouTube videos. You know, after getting a home from a long day of uh, sacking groceries, they come home and they're like, I want to, I can be a real estate agent. Here's what you want. Here's what you actually need. When you're dealing with somebody as complicated and as important as buying and selling a home, this is your biggest investment of your life, most likely. 
You need to make sure it's a dedicated professional real estate agent who knows all the best practices and who's going to be able to walk into a room and tell you everything you need to do to prepare your house and who will listen to you and as a team to put together so you can get all of this done. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's where you're going to find that great real estate agent. Realestateagentsitrust.com. No matter where you are, this just let us know. Program. In the coming weeks, we're going to be talking about the American Covenant, which is something that George Washington did, our pilgrims did, and again, we made the covenant right after the Battle of Gettysburg. And uh, I firmly believe it is our only only chance of really, really surviving and reviving uh, our country. Uh, and I'm going to be talking about it on radio, but also Thursday, October 19th at 630 at the uh, Mountain America Exposition Center uh, in uh, Utah. You can come with your family. I recommend you bring your older kids, uh, you know, your teenagers, and anybody who can sit through it. It's $10 a seat, uh, and I'm going to be talking about uh, what is a covenant nation, how do we know America is one of those, and what it means. I'll be talking about that in the Constitution and the survival of the greatest country ever to uh, be on earth in my humble opinion pat gray uh let me uh, thank you first of all for being here but let me play um from canada justin trudeau explaining uh, you know apologizing about the nazi they heralded <laughs> obviously it's extremely upsetting that this happened mm -hmm. uh, the speaker speaker has uh, acknowledged his mistake uh, mm -hmm. and has apologized uh, but this is something that is deeply embarrassing to the Parliament of Canada and, by extension, to all Canadians. Uh, I think particularly of Jewish MPs and all members of the Jewish community across the country who are uh, celebrating Yom, or commemorating Yom Kippur today. Uh, I think it's going to be really important that all of us push back against Russian propaganda, Russian disinformation, and continue our steadfast wait, wait, what? and unequivocal what? support for Ukraine. <laughs> Hold it. Has uh, Can it stop, sir? Say, I don't understand. Where did that what, come from? I don't know. Where? Who was saying this was Russian propaganda? This is the guy. Mm -hmm. This is the guy coming from Ukraine, <laughs> right? And Parliament right. putting him up in the balcony like we do on, you know, the uh, the presidential speech every year, the State of the Union. And How is that Russian propaganda? It's not Russian, but How? I, I wow. don't know. Wow. It's just words, words to these people mean nothing anymore. The Glenn Beck Program.